Well, well. Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parenting. In today's episode, Sean and I will be talking about Halloween, what it looks like in Animal Crossing, and what it looks like for us parents in the real world, especially in the world of 2020. How are you doing today, Sean? I'm good, thank you very much. Literally just finished my pumpkin spice coffee uh, that I picked up from one of the outlets near us. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty good to go. Quite wired this morning. Uh, how are you doing, Nick? I am doing good. I, uh, I'm not a big pumpkin spiced latte fan, but uh, I like a lot of pumpkin spiced other things. So I, uh, I'm a big fan of that. So uh, we've we we've gone we've gone like. 110% with Halloween this year. So nice. Yeah, you've been showing some awesome decorations you got going on there in that house. So, yeah. Love it. <laughs> We're not quite finished yet either. I think the missus has got a couple of ideas for some pumpkins. She's crocheting little ones. So, there's going to be like little tiny crochet pumpkins everywhere. She's pretty <laughs> awesome at that, huh? Yeah. She, it's something she picked up, um, I'd say, back end of last year. I think. My mum does quite a lot of it, and Lindsay kind of thought, well, how hard can that be? And then she started doing small little things, and then like she's worked up to, she's done a crochet Yoshi, Yoshi for me. Um, she's made a couple of different crochet dresses and stuff for his niece, and but yeah, she's like she really enjoys doing it. She finds it really therapeutic, as much as it's sure. time consuming. She finds it so. Nice. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say, because we, uh, you know, for the listeners, we do chat other than just every other week on this thing. So you threw me a picture of, uh, of, of like your son's collection. And I legit was going to be like, hey, I love that Yoshi. That's awesome. Where do I get that at? And you were like, oh, my wife made that. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. She does a really good job. That's awesome. So what have you been playing lately, Sean? Um. I've been playing Animal Crossing, of course, trying to keep up with yeah. all the DIYs and collecting the candy every day. And I found that my campsite that I've made, with it being surrounded by weeds, grows weeds like wildfire. So if I, if I literally if I miss a day, that area is just completely and utterly covered in weeds. Um, it's raining more now too, and that really makes them pop up like crazy. So I found yeah. that. Uh, the one thing I haven't done is I haven't looked at my island evaluation since I put, I planted a load of weeds basically because I know it's part of the it affects your scoring. Mm. So, but it, I've got to the five star island bit. So I got my watering can, um, so I'm not really that fussed. But yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that too. I don't have five stars anymore. I tore up my island, did the toad town. And I haven't fixed enough of the other stuff yet to actually have uh, five stars. So, yeah, I'd be lucky if I'm actually three stars at this point. I have pump, I have pumpkins just laying, like pumpkins that I've like harvested. They're just like laying all over my island because I have no idea what to do with them, and I don't want to sell them. And I don't know, it's a disaster, quite frankly. So, uh, and the other game, I've not really been playing much between since this last podcast, but the other game I've been playing is Doom Eternal, which we all know came out literally on the same day yeah. as Animal Crossing. So it's taken me nearly a year to get around to playing it. <laughs> and what's your thoughts um, on uh, killing uh, killing demons? Uh, honestly, Doom is one of my favorite first-person shooters. Um, 
coming all the way back from the originals that like were on shareware and stuff like that. Um, the idea of doing such a good job with that game, um, keeping up with like the graphics and the gameplay style of things, but also how they incorporate the uh, the soundtrack to the game. It's fantastic. It's it, I think I was saying before we started recording, it, for me, it's 50% gameplay and 50% um, music for that game. So the music really pulls you in and goes with the flow of the game. So when you start like a big battle with a, like a big horde of demons, the, the music seems to intensify and you just instantly feel like, I don't know if you've watched Mad Max with Tom Hardy, but mm-hmm. literally feel like there's like a guy with a flaming guitar and, <laughs> organs playing behind your ears all the time while you're jumping around and basically dismembering demons left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah. I they've definitely they've ahead, definitely upped they've definitely upped the difficulty with this just because they've added in so many little details. Um, if you found the last one challenging but not hard, this one. For me, I've never restarted a game so many times in my life. I died. I, I've died so many times in battles, and like it seems to be at the same point. And I'm at you kind of like have to get into a pattern of right. I need to take this guy out first, and I know this guy's going to spawn over here, so I best get ready and change my weapon and take out his different weak points. And yeah, constantly thinking I can only play it for a couple, like an hour or two at a time, and then I'm literally like I'm tired. Because I'm having you thinking about that many different things, and so. and then you go pick weeds, right? In Animal Crossing, yeah, and then then, then count down <laughs> with a bit of Animal Crossing, yeah. Don't blame it there. Yeah. So is it still fun, even though it's super, dif- even though it's the difficulties ramp? Yeah, you still enjoy that, it. That, yeah, because because it's difficult, and because you kind of want to push yourself all the time. It's that level of this is really frustrating. This is difficult, but I know what I have to do, and I know I can beat it. Because so. Plus, you can jump into the main menu, and if you want to turn the difficulty right down, you can turn it down and do that bit, and then turn it back up again. I think oh, I don't know if you can turn it back up, but but yeah, there's, and there's all the different aspects. Like they've turned it into a bit of a platformer as well. So there's um, an element of sometimes you've got to kind of jump off the main part of the map where you are to like get to a wall that you can climb on to then jump to another bit where you can swing on a bar and boost yourself across to something else. And it's become quite parkour in that sense. Hmm. But they've done it really well. They haven't made it really like you can jump a thousand times and do something. You've literally got like two chances to jump and two chances to boost. And if you miss it, you missed it. Try again. Sure. Um, but yeah they've, yeah, they've added, compared to the last one, they've added a few major but minor major tweaks that feel minor in how the game's played but make the game so much better to play that's awesome i am interested uh, full disclosure never played a doom game but uh i'm interested i've I've got my xbox series s i said to think about how to say this um series s uh ordered and uh this is i think what i will use game pass for stuff well for other stuff too but but it'll be fun for things like this where I probably would never finish a Doom game, but I'll be happy to jump in and just get a feel for it and then just trash it and be done with it. So, Because it's it's something I wouldn't mind experiencing because obviously you hear about it all the time. Um, and I've never experienced it. And I'll probably experience it and be like, all right, I'm good. 
now move on. <laughs> so that'll be fun. So Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Like I said, it's I've kind of had two weeks off. Um, two weeks off from work, but in the main, that means that I've had two weeks off of like looking after kids and sure. trying to entertain them. So I've been on a couple of days out with the boy, took him to a trampoline park and took him to see some fish again and kind of just tried to be a bit more involved rather that's than awesome. yeah, no, being the guy that's, that's at work all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So about you, Nick, what have you been playing? Well, the most important thing, and I know, I know this is going to make you jealous, so I'm sorry, but like it's, <laughs> it's, I know it's going to make you jealous, but I've been playing Mario Kart home live circuit. It's got too long of a name. That's the first thing I'll say. There's too many, too many words in the title, which is pretty much quintessential Nintendo, but man, that is, that is a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I know I, t- I asked you, I was like, Oh my gosh, have you seen my video? And you were like, I don't want to see your video because I don't have a room to buy this thing. So leave me alone. And I was like, Oh, yeah. um, okay. never mind then. It was horrible. <laughs> I, w- I watched the video and I-, I watched the one that you did where you drove it onto the carpet as well. And that instantly just reiterated the fact that it's going to be no good for our house. Sure. So okay. And it just sit and watch everybody else play it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it is it is a niche uh, toy. It, I wouldn't even really call it like a video game. It's just like a toy that happens to use a gaming console more than anything. Like, like it's but man, when you can really just set the gates up and use it, and I immediately was like, we don't have enough. You know, the the in the thing they show the like the arrow um, card. And then when the camera lights on it, it, the arrows start to move. And like, just in my head, I immediately want to see if I can like, you know, what can I do? And so, so the kids were playing with it and I, I, I broke out the computer and recreated the, the arrow on, on word and printed it out. And sure enough, you can make as many of those things as you want on uh, like, on just like Microsoft word and just set them up wherever you want the camera. As long as you have the five arrows and the black line around it, the camera will read it just like normal. And so, cause it only comes with two and I was like, I really want like two more. And so I just printed myself two more and it reads it just fine. Can so, you do that with the gates as well? And are the gates pretty specific to, I want to try, I haven't had the time to try yet the gates and how that works. Like I, I started off really rudimentary, just taking a fat permanent marker and making the, and making the arrows with the permanent marker doing everything. And the camera had nothing. It was like, nah, I'm not reading that. So you, you have to be pretty specific. It had to be, I had to, it had to be printed and the line has to be pretty fat and it has to look pretty much exact, but I'm bet, I bet if you put enough time into those gates, you can do it. Cause at first I was like, is there something in the ink that they print or some way that it, but it seems to just be recognizing that picture and then it overlays the, the augmented reality on top of it. Yeah. It'll be like a, a QR code basically. Right? It'll be yeah. programmed to register a certain shape. So mm-hmm. I wonder, I wonder maybe in a couple of weeks time, there'll probably be um, more, there'll be stuff online on Google. If you Googled Mario Kart live, it probably would have a couple of extra gates and stuff like that. Cause that'd be pretty yeah. cool if you could extend your track. I mean, the ones that I've seen pictures of um, and videos and things like that 
on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, is people have gone all in. So like they've emptied like kids' ball pools and put them in so you can knock them out of the way while you're driving around. And I was just thinking to myself, it's amazing. It's amazing how creative people are getting with this rather than just playing it with what it is, is uh, incorporating different things around the house and animals and yeah, so my cat hates it, um, but that's pretty uh, pretty normal for for all the cats that I've seen. Cat videos are pretty big with this thing so far. But let me tell you, she was immediately, our cat's named Boo, um, and this is like legit her season. She's a black cat. We named her Boo. Like, this is her time of year. Um, uh, so, but she was really interested, like immediately when I started to lay the gates down, I did, I opened it up without the kids. Cause I was like, it's going to be crazy if I have to like try to figure this out with the kids here. So, so they were at their grandma's and I, um, set everything up and kind of got a feel for it. And of course I wanted my time to just play with it by myself. I'm not going to lie. There was that part. Too. Um, but she was immediately interested in it. Uh, but, but anyways, that was crazy. But I guess the point that I want to make is the kids love it because what they, Noah likes to drive it, but more than anything, what they like to do is set the gates up how they want the gate set. And then I make the course and then they go to their rooms and grab all kinds of like obstacles, like toys and Barbies and Mario figures and Legos, whatever they can find. And then they just like set it up and make it near impossible for me to do it. That's like their favorite thing in the world to do. Um, <laughs> And it's unfair because the augmented reality opponents are not stopped by the Legos or the Barbies or the, or all that stuff. Or, and and the, so they just keep going and I'm trying to get around like a dozen Legos and five Goombas and all kinds of other stuff. It's crazy, but I absolutely love it. It is a product that you have to really think, does this work for me? Um, we have a cat that doesn't shed very much. I have heard people that have dogs and pets that shed a lot, that uh, there's a lot of hair getting caught in the tires of the, of the car, and that's a, that is apparently an issue. Um, like I said, our cat doesn't really shed that much, so it's, it really works for us. We have a lot of hard surface. We have a straight run that's almost all the way, well, not almost, is all the way from one side of the house to the other, which is like 50 feet. So... I mean, we have... It, oh, you can get some good speed up on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really just kind of works for how our house is. So so you got to think about that. But other than that, it has been a blast. Um, so moving on from there, I've been playing Super Mario 35. Have you been playing any more of this? Have you played any since the uh, last time we chat? Um, yes. I should have added that really, but I've not played it as heavily as I was after the first podcast. I played it quite heavy for that first week, but then kind of put it down because I do... But yes, I've played it, and I finally won one match. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. I, yeah, it's getting harder, which I guess I should have realized would happen when, when some of the players dropped out and it just became a bunch of good players. The real problem is not that it's gotten harder and I don't win as much. That's fine. It's still very, much, it's still very fun. I love playing Mario. But the matches last longer than I really want to play. Like, that's the problem now. Like... A match can last 20, 25 minutes, and I still won't even win. Yeah. Like, I, like, I'll still be, like, second or third place. And I don't know. I liked it better when it just seemed like it was a quick 10, 15-minute match. And so yeah, the, that's coming. The, the, the matches now, for me, like, when you first start them up, they're pretty slow. So 
until you get into like the mid twenties, and then it seems to speed up. Like the the amount of enemies and stuff that you get thrown at, you seem to just increase massively, mm. and then you get down to like. 10 people left and it seems to drag then and that's when it seems to get started and really slow and you're constantly like thinking right okay i need to change my attack like my tactics so i'm attacking this person and this person and like but yeah yeah i found also that it helps if you play it on the big screen with like the kids which sounds quite interesting but my youngest daughter will sit next to me and she's watching it on the screen and she can tell me like oh this person's like only like the she calls it baby mario this person's baby mario so you know jump on that one i like how you know change your attack or she'll tell me oh this person's baby mario and so like i'll move the the right stick around until she says oh yeah 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 that you've the red squares on him so like she kind of helps with the telling me what other people are doing so yeah i die a lot especially when we get down to the lower like just two or three people i run out of time a lot because i don't play i've never played mario super fast like i'm not a speed runner in mario i'm more of like a deliberate take your time think about it so a lot of times when it gets down the clock turns red it's going like at least two times as fast if not a little bit faster than that and uh yeah, I just run out of I run out of time because I'm not moving from level to level fast enough. So yeah, if you stand, what I have noticed even in as soon as you start at start a match, if you stand still, your clock speeds up massively. You get an exclamation mark, which tells you that you're not moving quick enough. Yeah. Um, but then once you get down to five players left, and the music speeds up, if you add standing still or being too slow for what the game thinks you should be moving. Uh, kind of prompts you to play the game quick. Yeah. So, but I'm enjoying it. I don't know how much more I'll put into it. Maybe here and there if I have a few seconds. But see, it's not a few seconds. It's like a, it's now like a 20. You have to think this may be a 20 to 30 minute commitment. And that's where I'm starting to have issues with it. Because um, if I have that much time, I'm like, well, I might want to play something else other than just that. Anyways. Um I also reviewed a game called Zoids Wild Blast Unleashed. If your kids like fighting games with big mechs, they might really love this game. Noah thinks it's the coolest thing in the world. I have a review on YouTube if you want to go see it. Um, it can be super simple fighting game. It can be. It's kind of like in a 3D arena. Um, it can be super simple button masher. And if you want to really think about the fighting tactics to it, they are certainly there too. And so, uh, but if you got kiddos, really, uh, this being the, this being the dad crossing, if you got kiddos, might be something to look at. It's a little salty. I think it was like forty bucks, so that's a little much, maybe for that for what you're gonna get into. But uh, yeah, you might want to take a look at it. I uh, I reviewed it, and uh, like I said, it wasn't necessarily a game for me, but there certainly is a um, a demographic, even not just kids, but like if you're if you're into fighters, it might be for you. And then for like you know six to 12 year old boys they're gonna think it's amazing because they get to make these mechs do crazy things and there's cool hard metal um uh, there's cool metal music in the whole thing and makes makes big moves and they'll just love it so so that's what i've been playing cool so shall we uh, move on and talk about the animals in our lives let's talk about those animals 
So, as we all know, Halloween is in full swing on Animal Crossing. Um, we've all got as little DIY recipes we can pick up from the Islanders, pumpkins, which I seem to have far too many to do anything with now. <laughs> I have even been selling them. I just kind of put them in storage. I've got think, nearly 200 orange pumpkins that I can't do anything with. So I find that if I've got a bit of free time, I'm just creating stacks of pumpkins to just drop around the island everywhere. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, <laughs> are you having the same issue? Uh, I didn't plant as many as you because I kind of had a feeling that this wasn't like going to be it. There was good. They were going to come in scat amounts. And uh, so I'm not, I will be honest. I haven't harvested the pumpkins probably in a week, at least like they all grew. I have three of, I have three, um, all my pumpkin plants have three pumpkins on them. And I have like a pile of pumpkins sitting in my island, probably a hundred pumpkins just like laying on the ground. And I probably have another hundred pumpkins in my storage. And so I'm like, I don't need to pick these. So I just, I just leave them there. I don't harvest them. I don't need the money from them. But if you do, if you do, you can make decent cash out of them. But yeah, so I do have the same problem. I just stopped harvesting them. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, which sounds weird, but yeah. Yeah, I think yesterday was the last time I picked them all. Um, kind of, I've watered them though, and I'll go on every day and I'll water them because it's nice to have the, like, the, the, it's good to, it adds to the island aesthetics having all three pumpkins sat there, especially because I've kind of made it into a spooky pumpkin patch with the archway and the fencing. And then next to it, I've now started to build a bit of a graveyard. Nice. So. Yeah, I have color-coordinated my pumpkins. I can tell you that. <laughs> I don't know why. I felt the need to do this. I did it a few days ago. You can dig them up, and they keep their same color. Like, once they've grown, the color they are is the color they are at that point. And so <laughs> it kind of bugged me that they were sc- the color was scattered all about. So I dug them up and color-coordinated them in, in my pumpkin patch. So greens with green, yellows with yellow. I don't know. I eat my Skittles that way too. So it just happens. (laughs) Anybody with um, a bit of an artistic touch then could grow enough to make the pumpkin patch look like a giant pumpkin. Oh, you haven't been to my island, Sean. I have done that. (laughs) I I have done that with orange pumpkins and black tulips. So that that the black tulips are the eyes and the face and everything. And, uh, And the stem and the pumpkins are like the... Obviously, the thumb. So, yeah, <laughs> ace. <laughs> like it. So, do you have all the uh, recipes? Um, I think I'm missing just the one, which is the spooky chair. Um, uh, the rest of them I've already picked up, but yeah, it's that that one is the last one that I need to find from somebody. Um, but I've made everything. I've bought everything from the cranny, so I've got access to all the different things. Um, and where am I at the top of my island where all my villages are? I've kind of made enough stuff so the front of the houses look really well decorated. Um, which they, I think the villagers keep commenting on. As soon as you start mm-hmm. having quite a few different items, a lot of them say how cool it is. Or, But yeah, still no reactions yet. Um, but I'm assuming they're going to be, like we said last time, they'll come on Halloween for... Um, giving the candy out to people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be how that, in fact, I, I'm 
I'm 100% sure that's how that's going to be. So I have all the recipes, too, that you can have up to this point without, um, without time traveling or being a time pirate to get to Halloween. Um, there are a handful, if you're wondering... If you're wondering why don't I have some of these other recipes that I know exist, um, there are a handful. There's six of them. I'll just run through them really quick. So if this is like a spoiler to you, just zip forward 15 seconds and I promise I'll be done. Uh, starting now, there's a carriage, spooky flooring, spooky garland, spooky table setting, spooky wall, spooky wand. Those are the ones that you can only get on Halloween. So. If you're, if you have, I think it's 10 recipes. If you have 10 recipes, you are caught up until Halloween. Yeah. So stop harvesting your pumpkins unless you want to make big money. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How are you doing on candy? Um, I think I'm in the twenties. So Lindsay's kind of fallen back off the wagon. So um, she's not firing her switch up when I go on. So it's kind of like leveled out a little bit, but uh, I've popped across the frosticles a couple of times. Um, I kind of see, I, I kind of I log into mine, then I leave it and wait uh, maybe an hour or two, just leave it on sort of screensaver, kind of wait and see if anybody else pops online, and then try and get them to uh, open up the gates. But the time difference kind of means that I'm either catching people from America when they're just waking up or I'm going to bed literally as they're like maybe sitting down to play a game. So right. yeah. Yeah. It would be like midnight your time. Usually when we're like, when I'm get on with my mom and my son's like, I don't care about the candy. I don't know why he loves this game, but he's like, all right, I'm, he's going to, he's going to want all the candy that I don't use. Guarantee it on Halloween. He's going to be super mad, but he's like, I don't play. And so when he goes to bed, I grab his switch and turn it on so that I can go to his island and get a piece of candy. And I hop around to his island and my mom's island and we do this big thing. Make it quick and then kind of just be done with it. So, But I have been thinking about posting stuff in Discord and leaving my island open uh, like in the morning or maybe like in the evening just to be like, hey, if you're still missing candy, come on over. You can get some candy. And blah, blah, blah. So I might, I might yeah, start I, that I... in the stretch. I've tried to do that, but then I kind of get distracted after about an hour of my gates being open. He's sort of sat there in the uh, the airport. I'm kind of like, okay, I want to play Mario Super Five, Mario Thirty Five yeah. now. So, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that is a thing, right? You're like, um, well, I'd like to do so. Or even if you do just want to play Animal Crossing, it's like, well, I've opened the gates, so now it's like I can't do this and I can't do that because the gates are open. And so, yeah, it's it. There is that too, where having Having the gates open and having people over is fun, but there are a lot of things you can't do when when those things are going on. So Yeah, we, we won't go into the quality of life updates that they need to do. <laughs> We've talked about that enough. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, with us talking about Halloween, I hope everybody out there that's listening um, is still remembering that we've got our spectacular competition going on. So... Hopefully by now you'll have got most of the DIY recipes if you're at your 10. Um, so we're hoping to start seeing some people submitting pictures. Uh, I know Hey It's Chad has already given us quite a few to go at, which I cheekily caught that he had one of the 
items that are Halloween only, which tells me that somebody's been doing a bit of time hopping. Um, but yeah, just a, a brief reminder that uh, you can submit any of your pictures to anything, anywhere. Sorry, so Twitter, Discord, Instagram, um, all at and crossing. Um, and obviously, there's real money to get hold of here in form of eShop vouchers. So it's uh, $20 for first place and $10 for second place. So, yeah, we hope to start seeing some of your pretty cool designs soon. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking, Sean, I think we said we were going to end this on Halloween. I was thinking maybe we need to bump it a week now that we know that there are six pretty critical pieces that uh, we can't get until Halloween unless you're a time pirate. But for us who don't want to do that, I think we need to give people an extra week to actually set those pieces out if they so choose to use in their design. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good point, really. Um, like I said, we didn't expect, I would have expected you to be able to get most of the stuff, but then you, it took away from the shine of Halloween on the actual day. So it's maybe something you could have thought about prehand, but hey, it's Nintendo. We never know what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, what I'll do is from take this as the announcement of we are going to extend it for a week and I will alter all the pictures and everything that we've got going out for that to represent that change. You are the man, Sean. You are making all these awesome graphics for us. Um, I will tell you, there's a little bit of anxiety in me about like Halloween night, not going to lie like this. I don't want to time travel. I have a family who I've been like, almost like giving PSAs out to like, Hey, there's also an animal crossing event only from six to midnight. So I am going to be part of this in some way. So like, <laughs> just be aware. I, I will do the Halloween thing, but at some point I will break away. <laughs> Even if it's like from nine to midnight to do this. Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be one of those where, especially in the current climate, that doing it in Animal Crossing could actually be quite a good escape from the fact that not many people or many places are going to be partaking in Halloween or trick-or-treating as it would be normal. But, yeah, I think that'd be a pretty cool thing to do with your mum and and Noah. Yeah, yeah, it it will. It's just normally we invite a lot. We invite most of the family and this kind of moves into our next area but anyways we invite a lot of people over so i and a lot of those people don't play animal crossing so i'm like i need this to happen one way or another so we'll see but so what is your decorating looking like like what is Um, your picture going to be sean do you know yet no not yet i kind of i've made a small graveyard like i said next to my pumpkin patch and used all like the mossy stone and stuff like that and now put the like the sugar skull design little cd player so it's got eerie music in that area mm. but um and i'll probably do a bit more i think closer to the time um sure so i mean i've got another week off after this course that i'm on so not next week the week after um 
but then it'll be past Halloween. So no, I'll probably try and get some done this weekend, even though we've got quite a lot on this weekend as well. So, but no, I'll, I'll see what I can. I need to buy some saplings and stuff like that because I need to make my little spooky forest and basically what I would, my design that I was going to do. So I need to put some time into it. Sure. So I need to stay away from killing demons and hell on earth. <laughs> Hey man, you gotta get downtime from the demons, so you can get them both in there at the same time. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I'm working on a spooky witch's forest, which is pretty much done. I actually tried to take a picture of it last night, but I couldn't get it exactly. I want to get so much in this picture. That's the problem. Like I, and it's like I gotta condense it down, but I, I want to get stuff that's over here and stuff that's over there, and so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to get further and further back but then stuff kind of goes away. So it's really tough. Like the one picture getting it all in one shot is really tough. So, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Spooky witches forest. We'll see. We'll see yeah, there's still times where I wish you could, we could have like a, a different viewpoint. So even if it was like 30 degrees to the right and 30 degrees to yes. the left, if you could just spin the Island ever so slightly, but yes, I totally agree with that. If you could just go to the diagonal shot and then lift it up, that's exactly yeah. what I need to do. A diagonal <laughs> shot in the air. And then I had I would have everything, but that's not possible. No. Make that happen, Nintendo. Update that. <laughs> um but yeah, as I said, that as for the stuff like that you I'm not gonna dedicate a room. I think I might pop across to Harv's Island. Um once I've got all the different items and maybe do a room theme type thing, but I'm not going to dedicate one of the rooms in the house to it, even though I might, because it might up my um, happy home Academy score. Cause I'm stuck. I can't get it above. I can't get it high enough to get the gold trophy at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, still. Well, we're like six months. I've been trying to do that. <laughs> I got the ironwood dresser. This is way we are in a tangent now. We're off of spooky at this point, but I got the ironwood dresser yesterday. Thanks to my mother who it was the, somebody was making it on her Island. And so now I, I finally, like I started this game two weeks in, I, I honed in on the ironwood kitchen set. I was like, Oh, this is what I want to do. I'm going to wait until I got everything I need for this. What? Seven months, almost to the day. Tomorrow, by the way, will be seven months. Seven months later, I finally got the DIY that I needed to, um, to like actually complete the, uh, the Ironwood kitchen set. So I'm, I'm very excited about that, but I never would have thought it would have taken this long to get the pieces needed. So just because we keep, we've talked about it on previous episodes and you've brought up, we keep bringing up the time of things. So seven months tomorrow is when the game came out. So 20. That's maybe, true. Well, yeah. Is that yeah. the 20th for you? I think, well, yeah, tomorrow will be the 21st, right? Isn't it the, did it come out? Oh man. Was it the no, 20th or 21st? That was 21st. I'm now, the, I'm now on the 20th. So. Me too. Me too. Uh, so yeah tomorrow will be the 21st then. so yeah cool we're yeah. on the same day <laughs> yeah. um so in them seven months you have played 845 hours did you look at my time again <laughs> i've done 345 so that was more than i thought i'd done but yeah 845 <laughs> hours in seven months wow what does that equal let's see 120 hours divided by 30 
Well, that's four hours a day. Yeah, that's probably about right. That sounds that sounds like a solid number. I mean, I do play every. I've never missed a day in this game. I've never missed a day playing this game. Um, and that is I impressive. Play a lot. So you know, well, it's it's like you say. If you're going to break it down to four hours a day every day, if you pop on in the morning for an hour to do things like run around your nooks, pick up weeds, do your dailies, and then like jump on again on in the evening to play with Noah and your mum, and then any like decorating or moving stuff around that you wanted to do, that four hours can be done pretty easy daily. So that's not too yeah. bad, really. Yeah, and that's really what I do. It's an hour in the morning usually or ish, maybe a little bit less. And then and then at night, that's really where I'm just like, the wife's watching something and I just kind of get it out. And I may not, there are times I wake, there are times I wake up at like one in the morning and I just like look down and I'm like, oh. Because see, my Switch not is, is not in sleep mode because of Animal Crossing. So my switch is going <laughs> to die young and I'm going to be really upset about that. And it's going to be because it's not in sleep mode and it stays on too long because it's like, I'll invite people over and then I'll walk away. And this way I don't have to worry about them being like, Oh, your switch went in sleep mode and it kicked us all out. So I, t- I specifically took it off of sleep mode for that reason. So yeah, there are times where I don't, I wake, <laughs> I'll wake up at one in the morning, not realizing that it's been on and it'll just be my guy. I'll just be sitting there like, what are you doing, man? Why aren't you playing? <laughs> Just popping along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, with the Halloween stuff, it has drawn me to looking at other islands on Twitter or Instagram. So we've had, like obviously we've run in the Instagram account. There's a lot of hashtags and stuff like that I can follow. Um, and I am starting to get that. Oh. You could, people's islands are so much better than mine. I can, I, so I've started looking at different people's islands and what they're using and things like that. And it's kind of like, I'm now thinking, I'm, I'm definitely not I'm just scratching the surface with, with what I can do sort of thing. So yeah. Yeah. Seek, some people seeking are advice. amazing. Yeah. Seeking advice for anybody that feels like they could help decorate. <laughs> 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 you'll share it if you get me the $20 card I will share it with you 50-50 <laughs> love it alright Sean should we head over to the dad corner yeah that's okay So today, since this will be the last cast we have before Halloween, we are going to talk about parenting through Halloween, especially in the year of 2020. So uh, what are your plans for uh, family events? Or are you doing anything? Or what does it look like? Um, So we've, like I said earlier, we've gone all out. We're going 110% this year with decorating because obviously with the coronavirus still circling us, especially in the UK with areas now going into lockdowns and they've now set out this tier system where um, I think like the city of York, which is like half an hour away from me is now in a higher tier than where I am. So it's just like trying to remember whose rules to doing what. So like I live in North Yorkshire and my grandparents live in West Yorkshire 
and they're in higher tier than me. So I can't go to their house and they can't come to mine, but we can't, we also can't go out for dinner together. It's kind of like, it's just crazy, but it's when you're trying to plan something, it's like, right. Okay. So you, you can come with us, but we can't sit at the same table and eat. We can sit on the joining tables. We can talk like that, but do we really want to be shouting at each other across a restaurant? So. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so because everything that's going on, um, we've kind of planned to do a small party at home. Um, just because Logan this year seems to have really got into the spirit of Halloween. He, can't, he loves it. So anything's, anything ghostly, skeletons, pumpkins, he's like, he wants it. He loves that's it. That's awesome. Uh, but um, the estate that we live on, we've got a Facebook group um, and we've kind of all got together on this Facebook group and said, look, what we're going to do is we're all going to decorate and put pumpkins out and things like that. And we'll go out with the kids, socially distanced, uh, not go to people's doors, but basically we'll take a big bag of candy out with us and they'll have their little buckets and stuff like that like they usually have. And when, if, when they spot like a house that's decorated, we'll give them something so oh, like cool. we'll put so, a, we'll put yeah we'll put a candy in their bucket so as we're walking okay. around they go oh, wow look look at this one or oh, look at this house it's really like and we'll kind of so then they kind of get the feeling of going out and doing a bit of trick or treating but at the same mm-hmm. time we're not like interacting with different households and sure that's a really good idea I have not heard of that that's really cool yeah. um, I think we're calling it like the Halloween trail so nice because while lockdown was on in in full swing we were doing. Um, like themed trails around the estate where we were people like getting the kids to draw pictures and put them in the window and then the kids would walk around for like the half an hour yard time basically um, and spot these different pictures and count how many and like whoever spotted the most different pictures and things like that would win. That's really cool. I like it. So what do you normally do? Like you, is it you normally the full deal like trick-or-treating house to house all that stuff yeah so normally my niece jessica um i hope her mum doesn't mind me saying her name since it's a public broadcast but uh but yeah anyway I, my niece jessica um was born on the 31st of halloween so she's our little pumpkin as nice. she kind of got nicknamed um so it's pretty halloween's usually a pretty big family event and we normally like we our house gets together with their house and grandparents come across and like Lindsay's dad will come up from Leicester and visit and we kind of have like a really big party where we're all dressed up the kids get dressed up we like we have a couple of little Halloween games and things like that and then we'll go out as a family together and I'll go trick-or-treating so like as a big heart of like 20 of us go out like adults and kids um obviously we can't do that this year so it's a bit that's why we've gone as full on. We normally don't decorate our house as much as we've decorated it because we can't go anywhere else with anybody else. It's kind of just, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's people that have turned around and said, oh, I've heard people discussing about like putting a, cutting out some hollowing out some pumpkins and putting the candy in that pumpkin and leaving it on the doorstep for kids to pick up. But for me, that's still too much of an interaction point. Mm-hmm. yeah no I, I get they're it trying to be as, as careful as possible but I, I like the idea of we take 
the stuff around with us and do it that way. Yeah, we um, we participated in a trunk or treat um, that was put on by by the school, which may be the only thing we do this year. And it was super early. It was last last Friday, which was fun. Uh, we had a good time and it was, we were also, my wife is the school counselor there. So, um, we, so what it is, is it's just the, like the teachers were the only ones that were allowed to hand out candy. And, uh, so, you know, so we, we knew that what they had, you know, gone through the sanitization and all that stuff. And they split it up into groups uh they split it up into uh what am i trying to say into alphabet by your by the first name or the first letter of your name and so they did it into groups like you know a to l or whatever and you could come in a 40 minute window and then um and then so that kind of cut down on the crowd so it, it wasn't too bad um i was a little hesitant uh, especially cause around here cases are, are also starting to tick up. So, um, I was a little hesitant, but it was a good time. I don't think we're going to do house to house or anything like that. I don't know if we're going to do any more than that. Uh, and actually there's rumors in our city that, that they're just going to cancel everything altogether. Um, because like I said, the numbers are going up, but uh, we had a fun time and we did a really good, uh, my wife just loves doing themed costumes. Like that's her thing. Uh, we went as, we went as Mario. I was, I was Luigi. My son was Mario. Uh, my wife was Toadette and, uh, my daughter was Princess Peach. Yeah, and uh, shared really good. Yeah, and my wife, uh, kudos to her because she really puts it all together. Like she's the one that does it, and she she was so creative to use because obviously we all were wearing masks, and so she used the mask as like part of the costume. Like she put my mustache on my mask, and there was like I had a I had a Mario nose on my mask. Um, we did like a face shield for my daughter. And so the top of the face shield, she made the princess peach crown. It just, it was really good how she, how she, you know, used those items to, instead of just like being a glaring, like, Oh, look at that in the middle of the costume. She used it to be part of the costume. So kudos to her. Yeah. Um, stuff like, stuff yeah. like that with the school getting involved, doing stuff like that for the kids, which it's good because it's doing it safely and it's still trying to keep that edge of normality, which is what, we're trying to do as much as possible because yeah. Logan doesn't understand. He can't figure out why we can't go and see like um, his auntie who lives in West Yorkshire. She's like, why can't I go see Auntie Kiki? And it's like, well, you can't because we're not allowed. We're not allowed to go and see them. And he just stands there, looks really confused and goes, but why? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you just, he doesn't get it. Yeah. And it's yeah. sad to see because it's normally this time of year and he knows like, and he's only free the next. He's free next month. Jeez, um, he's kind of now figuring out times of years to things that we do, and it's kind of just it's a bit sad to see that when he's finally got the grasp of that, we can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, no, that is a bummer. Yeah, Noah, Noah's pretty much in it now. He he gets it. Like he's like he's like, can we do this with COVID? I mean, he. I mean, you know, he's six though, so it makes sense. Um, 
at first he was really kind of like, he, he was like, I don't know why this is happening, but now I think he's heard us talk about it enough. And I mean, we've talked to him about it too, for sure. I mean, cause it's, you know, he's, he's in it. Uh, he's old enough to kind of realize that things are definitely not the way they were um, in previous years for him. And so, yeah, so now he's really kind of, he'll ask that question a lot or like before we do something, I'll be like, do I got to take a mask? Cause we're COVID. Like we went to uh we went to a pumpkin patch thing and, and picked out pumpkins. And so he was like, are we outside? If we're outside, do we have to wear a mask? You know, <laughs> so he, he's good about asking all the questions and trying to figure it out now. And so I don't know. It, it almost, it almost feels too normal to be honest. Like it, it's a little like, ah, uh, it's a little gutting. Like do you want to wear a mask? Is this, is this part of this now? And it's like, it's almost just like a normal question to be asked in the household. So, which is good yeah, and bad. Yeah, it's the same here. It's kind of like 2020 can kind of do one now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a bit fe- exactly. A bit fed up of all this. It's like, um, I keep laughing and say, well, when we put the Christmas tree up, it's just going to be Christmas 2019 because that was the last time it was normal, really. I mean, yeah. I think we got over Christmas and then we were like, this is real because before Christmas it was kind of in the news and it was just happening overseas. And it was like, uh no, nah, it's not real. Right. <laughs> and then it kind of got a bit closer and I was still like, nah, it's not going to affect us. We're, we're smarter than that. And then like March, <laughs> boom. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. But no, I, I mean, like, I know we reached out and we talked about it a little bit in Discord and a couple of the, the other dads kind of got in touch. Um, I think Frosticles, um, being my fellow UK friend, um, I think he's the same as me that he's kind of deflated him and his family a little bit because they traditionally, as he said, traditionally we would take our kids out trick or treating, come back and watch a Halloween film with the kids and eat the sweets that they collected. Um, however, this year due to the world falling apart, they're going to have a Halloween party for just the four of them uh, with lots of little games and stuff like that. And he's going to do like a, a candy hunt around the house. So we had Easter in lockdown um so it'll be a bit like that for them um but he says he thinks he's going to prefer the way it's done this year to how it is normally because he rightly says that halloween's not as big of a deal for us there's not many households that go all out unless you live on an estate that you know the your neighbors quite well and you know which houses it could be a bit like walking around and kicking your heels a little bit looking for a house that might have a few decorations and stuff like that or following another group of people around so you know which houses you're going to be able to get candy from. Otherwise, it starts to get a bit like kids just running up and down everybody's driveways and banging on every door and hoping for the best. (laughs) Now, do you guys do the front porch light? No, um, like, is that a thing? So like in America, or I don't want to say it. I don't know. I just live in my little piece of America in my little slice of where we live. It's all about the front porch light. Like if the lights on, that means you're handing out candy. And so, so that you don't have the like, Oh, they're not going to give us anything or answer the door. That sucks. So like if the front porch light is on, usually almost always, that means that they're in and you can go there. But if it's not, then you know you'd probably just skip it because they're not handing out candy. Um, I wouldn't say we do the porch light, but it tends to be that if there's a pumpkin, if there's a pumpkin outside, oh, okay. and that tends to represent the fact that these people are interested in Halloween and that they'll give you something. 
Yeah, yeah. that's kind of the one that I've always looked for growing up is like if the if there's a pumpkin or a decoration on out at the front, then that you know they're into it and go knock on the door sort of thing. If there's nothing there, then it, you kind of give it a wide berth and sure. Yeah. Now listen, Dan, uh, our our previous co-host here, I can agree with part of his statement. He says, all of the kids in our extended family are young, most under five, so we're just going to get the family together for a Halloween party. No trick-or-treating. But we're going in costume, and it should be fun. And honestly, I'm not going to miss the constant flow of candy that would be circling my home. I can 100% get behind that, Dan, because I don't know what's wrong with my kids, but they love trick-or-treating. And they kind of like eating it, but a lot, like, they don't, like, hunt for the bag. They don't really, like, man, I remember, granted, I was a chubby kid, so that's probably the difference. But, like, I remember, like, just want, always being, like, kind of scanty. My kids don't do that. Like, a lot of times they just forget about it. But you know who doesn't forget about it? Dad. Still <laughs> 39 years old. I'm still the kid that's like, what's in the bag and so i'm totally with you if i can get away if i can get through a halloween season without having like a gigant two gigantic bags of candies of candy that my kids just don't seem to care about then it's probably better for my overall health quite frankly so i'm down <laughs> with you there Dan. And, and what you guys are doing sounds like a lot of fun too yeah definitely um quite jealous about the family party though that's the bit that i'm gonna miss so in the bet, last, yeah. I've only been, like I've only known been with Lindsay for six years this year. So it's kind of like Halloween for me has changed massively for what it used to be, and it's like I, I will miss the, the family part of it. So, but um, as for having the massive flow of candy, I don't know what you do between Easter and now. Like we have literally just started to finish using all the Easter chocolate and sweets. So like. Halloween's that boost. So, like, what do you do for snacking? If, you, if you're not going to have all that candy in the house, what do you do for snacking? Because that just means that you're purposely going to go and buy stuff to eat. So, Halloween's the excuse to top up what used to left over. No, that's how I look at it. The Easter Bunny like kind of helps us out from April to November, and then Jack Skeleton kind of boosts us up to Christmas, and then the mince pies come out. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I'm, pre- I'm pretty. Easter candy was going a long time ago, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, <laughs> like, don't forget, I'm the I'm the guy that has the son who ate an entire box of muffins. So he didn't come by it like unnat. Like he came by it naturally. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> like Easter candy is gone. Like, <laughs> it, I was gone. If it lasted to June, then they were doing pretty good, or I was doing pretty good. And I, I totally admit it. I, I don't know. I just can't stay out of it. And I don't buy it. I don't buy it at the store. But if it just happens to be in the house, I swear to goodness, I, I walk by and I'm like, I walk by the bowl and I don't remember. I'll just, I just like bl- block it out. <laughs> I have no idea remembering going to the bowl and grabbing something. But then I end up on the other side of the house with like a half-eaten candy bar, and I'm like. Holy crap, how did that happen? <laughs> I swear, that's how it works. For me, at least. <laughs> oh, you see, our, our living room's in the middle 
floor of the house it's free t- like free levels um and the kitchen's on the ground floor so if i ever come down for a drink and it instantly straight into the biscuits every time <laughs> it's just like well i've walked down the stairs and i'm walking back up the stairs that warrants a biscuit <laughs> yeah exactly right like it's yeah yeah no it's ridiculous like i uh it's a problem that I that I have. I've had all my life. It's just like, ah, there's some food here. Why not? Who cares? Like, I would get done with this. And if there's anything up there, that's, I'll be like, I'll go upstairs, get myself a drink after we're done here. And I have to come back down because we're converting the video, you know? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, why not? It's only like two in the morning. Why wouldn't I grab this and eat it, you know, right before <laughs> I go to bed? That's what you should do. <laughs> have some carbs before you go to sleep. Anyways, that's a tangent. Way off there. Uh, so what is, uh, read what Togo Pop has to say. Um, so my wife and I decided to stay in this Halloween. Um, not wanting to take any chances, but they're going to buy sweets and hide them in the house, which I think seems to be a common theme. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people I've spoken to that are like, oh, we're not even going to go out and like say the estate's doing the Halloween um, trail. Uh, they're just going to be like, no, we'll do it in the house. We'll like, we'll get the kids like home from school and like, oh, playing kids a Saturday this year. So they'll not even be home from school, but we'll just hide candy around the house and like say, off you go, come and find it. I kind of like that idea. I had not thought about it until we started talking about this on Discord, but I kind of like it. I think I'll probably steal it and do it for the kiddos too. Um, that'll be fun, especially if we decide not to go to anything else. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is uh, Chris. Uh, is that HL94? I believe so. Um, he said that the, his brother and himself are going to have a movie night with the two families and the kids will spend the night having a bit of a sleepover um, with the cousins and stuff like that. And then, again, they'll provide the candy. So, yeah, okay. I, I mean... And we I'm will sure, provide I'm, candy. Candy, yeah. Candy will be provided. <laughs> I love I'm it. assuming because... You guys must not have the the rule of six. Do you not have that over there? Oh, if tell it, me. Pro, what if it's six pieces? I definitely don't have that rule. No, That's, no. It's, okay, what is this? Tell me. Um, you, over in the UK, we're not allowed to have more than six people in a house at one time. Oh, unless no. your family's unless your family's bigger than six. So, like, if you right, right, if there's right. you wife and you've been silly enough to have like twelve kids, that's absolutely fine. But. Um, yeah, over here, it's, you you can't have more than six people in an indoors or outdoors at your house at any one time. No, so, that's that sounds like a logical rule, which is probably yeah. why we don't have it. Um, so <laughs> no offense, well, we couldn't uh, do no offense. Uh, that's why we can't do, we can't do the party and stuff like that. And gotcha, it's kind of like it's a bit enough. Yeah, no, we uh, I don't know here there isn't really any rule against getting together with groups i mean they're certainly like telling you this you know to be careful don't you know don't get together the small family groups are that are where the super spreaders are starting i mean they're trying to push that as much as possible but um there's no actual like rule against it um yeah, we've been can, hanging uh... out with one family quite quite a bit the uh, family friends of ours and so uh, we'll probably invite them over. I haven't really solidified what they're doing or if if, uh, if that'll be a thing. But um, but we'll definitely invite them over. Normally, our tradition is we invite we invite that family over. Uh, we invite the grandparents over. 
and I make uh, my what I call famous. I don't know if anybody else have, even likes it. I like it, so that's all that matters. Um, ham and bean soup, and then uh, the wife makes this really awesome cornbread, corn casserole. I think is what it's actually called, and so that's kind of like our normal tradition. That's what we do. Um, we'll see if we can keep it, but before that, we take the kids trick or treating. We'll, um, and we all go and have a fun time and then come back to the house for that and usually watch a movie or something like that, like Charlie Brown's Halloween, great the great pumpkin Charlie Brown thing. Yeah. Um, is that a thing over there? Did you guys watch uh, that? No, not that I can think of. So it'll be, for us, we'll try it. We'll do like a bit of the Halloween party, get, the, get Logan to bed, and then it'll just leave me, uh, Lindsay, and the eldest, Jaya, um, I think she plans on making, well, I think I say she plans on making us watch a horror film. Um, Lindsay doesn't like horror films at all. She just does not get on with them. Mm. But me and Jay absolutely love them. So it's like we're going to sit and watch a Halloween film together. Which my suggestion has been um, Adam Sandler's new one. Is it Hubie? Oh, I saw it on Netflix. I, I mean, I've yeah. not seen it, but I've seen the screen. I've seen the like it there to choose from. Yeah, I'm, apparently that's quite good to watch. Is it? I'm with Lindsay. Not, not, a, not so much a horror fan. Not so much my thing. Uh, See, not, not, yeah. not to make it sound like my mum did a bad job raising me, but I was brought up on like Hellraiser, Candyman. It they, they were like the films that I used to watch with my mum as a kid. <laughs> that's awesome so, I love it. it's like, yeah it's kind of like it's probably why i like doom so much but um yeah, yeah. it's kind of like it t- takes a lot to scare me with a film so yeah not a not so much a horror fan um and actually i don't think anybody really well the kids are too young to really know whether they are or not but uh but becca's not really a horror fan either so um so yeah we won't be watching that you go and watch your horror movie and we'll watch the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so we've answered, we, we spoke a lot about this discuss. So shall we pop across and see if anybody's left any notices on our bulletin board? Let's do that. So before we start answering any questions from the village's bulletin board, um, We'd like to very quickly thank all the Patreon members of the Nintendo Dads for hanging out with us on Discord. Um, you guys are seriously the best community on the internet and we love you all. And if you're listening to this and would like to chat with us, um, plus everybody else that we've mentioned so far, I'm going to mention next, um, you can join in on the action for as little as $1 a month over at patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads. So what are the questions, Nick? Well, Michael PJP asks, what do you guys think will be the next farming thing in Animal Crossing? Oh, wow. Well, um, I don't know. That's a winter-themed vegetable or item. I think it's going to be poinsettias. Poinsettias. I never really know how to say that word. I'm not going to lie. Is it poinsettias or poinsettias? (laughs) What? You what? I don't know what one of those are, so I wouldn't even know how to. You don't? No. Oh, they're they're really. I don't know. In in America, they're like a thing that you, um, 
at Christmas you get their like big their I don't know big's the right word, but their their red flowers. They you just Google it. I'm gonna I don't even really know. I don't even know how to say it, let alone like <laughs> like how to describe. It. But they're actually I think they come in different colors to be honest. Um, so I but maybe not. Mm. Now that um, now that I'm now I'm starting to second guess myself because maybe it's only like a America thing. If that's the case, then it wouldn't be. Um, but that was my thought: was that we would do something with poinsettias, and they would be what we would harvest to do the Christmas items. So uh, come from Mexico, from Guatemala, in Mexico. We just um, drag them up here. Yeah. We call them American Poinsett- now. <clears throat> Poinsettia, so you were right with the pronunciation. Um, culture. So, uh, yeah. but maybe not. Yeah, it's, it's, it does seem to be the plant association with Christmas began in the 16th century in Mexico. So, yeah, there you go. That would be, it would make sense that poinsettia is the way forward. It's an idea, but then we also know that ornaments fall from trees at Christmas. We saw that. I mean, that was from the very beginning in the trailer. They showed the guy, the one guy shaking the tree at winter and an ornament fell out of the tree. So, um, but the ornament could be like, um, like the candy for, for at the Christmas. And there might be something else to harvest to craft items kind of the same way. Pumpkins craft the item. Pumpkins are what you use to craft items, and the candy is what you give to Jack. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the reindeer's name, and it's slipping my mind. Um, oh, yeah, I can't remember that one either. Well, I'm thinking if you want to go down the candy route for giving it as a present and stuff like that, that we'll probably end up buying candy canes from Tom Nook, from not Tom Nook, sorry, the Nook's Cranny, mm-hmm. um, like we are doing now for the Halloween. But uh, yeah, point here sounds. If you were going to have a flower or something specific for that, that sounds pretty good. Um, just trying to think, there's not really much of a. For me, when I think Christmas and vegetables and stuff like that, I think Brussels sprouts. <laughs> that <laughs> would be awesome. We're not going to be growing Brussels sprouts in. Uh... I hope we do. That would be fantastic. I'd love it. Um, oh. What else could you. Well, so if you go past Christmas and into like the, but once you get into Easter, we already kind of know what they do, unless they're going to, I doubt they're going to change it up, which I guess is a good question. So instead of saying that, do you think they're going to change up the holidays or do you think we're going to go back to the same eggs as we were when we started this game? Uh, I hope if we do that, they tone down the, spawn rate of the balloons and eggs being in the water and things like that. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, but no, I don't, I don't know what they do next in terms of farming. There's like there's a whole section that you could go into in, and I think we've said it before, like uh, Breath of the Wild, of creating different meals and stuff like that. So you... The reindeer's you name, name is Jingle. Sorry. I was on a tangent. I had to know. It's going to bug me until I figure it out. I remembered. Um, but yeah, as for what's next, I'm not sure. Um, there's so much they could do, but then there's also so much that they probably won't do. Oh. That is probably true. We could do a rap session here if we could just keep this rhyme going. 
Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's tough to know. I'm trying to remember. There was the, I want to say carrots was mentioned once on the data mining. Um, and by the way, candy canes were also in a, in a recent data mine. Well, I don't want to say candy canes. Canes were in a recent data mine um also which they thought maybe might be candy canes but this is all very rumory stuff and never know what's true or not true i mean the next one um is it barista the what's the name of the coffee guy because there's a coffee shop isn't there that was in previous animal crossings Mm -hmm. um we could you could get like basically a, a coffee plantation um you've got to give him so many like that's a really good idea so many coffee beans and you'll get maybe like barista themed or coffee shop themed like furniture and things like that it's really bugging me that i can't think of his name he's super popular and i can't think of that gosh forsaken bird can't think of anything today Brewster. I kept wanting to say Blathers. Brewster. I knew it started with a B. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, it's not Blathers. Um, yeah, no, I think coffee beans is really smart. I mean, you could do you could do a lot with that. Um, especially, yeah, you could give him like fruit to make smoothies. Um, like the fruit we already have. You could do coffee beans. Holy crud, that makes a ton of sense. Um yeah, you could do you could do sandwiches. I mean, with like lettuce and stuff like that. That would be a that would be a really good idea. Uh, Sean's not, Sean's walking around randomly in the kitchen, so I'm trying to be like, um, and you could do something else too. Yeah, um, and Sean my, could just leave me alone. That's a good idea. <laughs> so yeah, the the headphones that I'm wearing, I'm getting a beep every like three or four minutes, which kind of, I think is the warning that they might die. Um, oh, okay. So I was tr- trying to look for my plug-in ones. I can't remember where I've put them. <laughs> I tied it up <laughs> the other day. Uh, so if this ends abruptly, folks, you'll know why. <laughs> it won't end abruptly. It's just suddenly I'll be able to hear you twice on the microphone. So. Oh, there you go. That's true. Um, yeah, so I guess that that, I, that didn't answer your question at all. Michael PJP. There you go. I we did a horrible job of not answering that question. Um, but but I generally, I, like I said, there's so much that you could do with it. But it mm-hmm. depends on where Nintendo want to take the game. Because is it Stardew Valley is the other one where farming and harvesting is quite a big yeah. thing in the game. So like Dan said it before, why would you want to make Animal Crossing into Stardew Valley? Oh. Yeah, I. But now they have the mechanic. I mean, this mechanic is brand new in this game, or I believe it is. Of, uh, um, I didn't get deep in the New Leaf, so maybe it is a New Leaf. So I don't want to, don't want to get. I don't want to be um actually. Uh, but uh, now that they have the mechanic, I can't believe they're just going to stop with pumpkins. Like that, they're just going to no. be like, "Well, we're not going to use the growing thing anymore. We're done." I think Leaf's going to bring other stuff in. The question is, the, but what becomes perplexing now is how they use it. Because now, yeah. that's why I asked about, like, are they going to switch up 
um, holiday events because now they have a roadmap for next year, or they could, and they could just let the game ride. Or they could totally change stuff up like they do for uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. I mean, those events never look the same each year. They continually change those events up. And they, they'll introduce some items. Um, and before, before somebody says, yes, I understand that they look the same in the sense that you're doing the same thing. You're either gardening and picking some type of random stuff off of flowers. I get that. But a lot of the, a lot of the items look different. So they could change what those events look like. It almost would be really neat if they would give two years of events and then they would flip back and forth. So like next year's events would look different for holidays than the previous years. But then the third year's events, if anybody's still playing this game in three years, which there will be people because this community is pretty solid. um, The third year's events would be the same as the first. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay, good. I mean, the other one I'm thinking is the introduction of a completely new character um, that basically, um, I know on Pocket Camp, you could go across to a different area, couldn't you? And mm. um, buy and sell different items. I, I didn't play Pocket Camp a lot, so I'm just really struggling, but there was a different way we could buy different items. So... Vegetables could become a currency with another character for different items, um, different furniture, different decorations. There's a lot, like you could have a spring theme where you're doing all your like harvest vegetables and things like that. Um, maybe you've got to get them grown. Like you said, that there's a lot that could they could do. Like you said, they've got the mechanic now. The gate, the gate's open. They can go anywhere they want with yeah. it um, as to what they'll do. Who knows? And we got to remember that in March we have um, we have Nintendo items coming, so yeah. they could make you grow something for Nintendo items too. You could grow Mario mushrooms. Yeah, that's what I, exactly what I was thinking. You grow these mushrooms. Some you might get poisonous ones. You might get just the red kind. You might get the green kind. I mean, yeah, there, there's there's a yeah. foundation to possibilities with that one too. So his next question comes from Chris HL94, um, who wants to know what will winter generally look like in Animal Crossing? Snowy. Still cold. It'll just look cold. Um, yeah, I'm going to imagine that probably I've noticed now that trees are starting to change color with it being fall, um, but not all the trees have changed the same color yeah. or at the same rate. Um, I mean, the trees all around my um campsite are all the fruit style trees so that same um not is it not cedar it's what's the other one i can't remember the names of the saplings now on my way but anyway they're the not the pine tree looking kind of the the hardwood trees ones i don't know what they're called yeah the hardwood trees are the pine looking ones cedar Mm -hmm. are the fruit bearing ones yeah um and they've started to change color, but not all, like I said, not all the same color. Some of them have gone a brown, some of them have gone like a golden green. So I, I've got a feeling that we're going to see obviously snowy looking trees, but maybe not all looking the same. Like, like the mm-hmm. pine style trees or your hardwood trees might look different. You might lose the leaves completely on some of the trees. 
Can I say that one of my favorite times in Animal Crossing is when you wake up to the first snow. Like I just really, it's always fun. It's all, it's always been fun to me. Even if I play for multiple years in one of the games, you wake up and it's like, <gasps> it's snow on the ground. And it's just like, I don't know why. I, do, I have no idea why I think it's so cool, but I do. I always love it. I'm always like running around, you make the little tracks in the snow. I just kind of play around. And it's always been a thing I like. So there will definitely be snow on the ground. We've seen it in multiple trailers. You've seen it in multiple different places. Um, it's not like a ton of snow. I think he did ask a question like, is it, is it like, like, is it a lot of snow or a little snow? It's, it's pretty just, it's pretty much just a covering on the ground and on the trees. Um, and every once in a while you'll get like flurries or it'll be like a, it'll, it'll snow. It doesn't always snow, but sometimes you'll wake up and just like it sometimes rains. It'll sometimes snow. Um, I'm, I wonder if it'll change how the character reacts while you're walking around. You mean like what it, the, the sound it makes and stuff like that? Yeah, not the sound, but also, um, you know, the big Egyptian style looking mask you can buy, the big gold mask you can make. Uh-huh. If your character runs around with that on their head, they fall over. That'd be pretty cool if they did. So like with, if you were running along your stone path and things like that, sometimes it like very random and possibly very rare would like maybe slip and stumble or fall over or could they add silly things like that? So that would be neat. Yeah. Just, I did. It's go ahead. Sorry. It's just, yeah, it'd be nice to have something like that, that kind of, cause it made me chuckle. Lindsay showed me the one with the mask on. She was like, did you know it did this? And I was like, oh, I didn't know it did that, but that's hilarious. That'd make perfect sense. Carrying around a giant, golden statue on your head <laughs> you couldn't be top heavy so you will fall over so that's, that's i actually didn't know that i didn't know i thought you were just joking around i didn't realize that was an actual thing yeah yeah if you put, if you put the um it's like the mummy casket style uh-huh. looking yeah if you put that where that um you fall over while you're running around it's like every now and then you just fall flat on your face <laughs> That's so funny. Now I really want, now I'm going to go try this after we get done here. For sure. 100%. Yeah, that would so, be neat. It'd be fun if you like, I don't know if you just, the snow because it's so slippery every once in a while you'd slip or, um, I also was joking around with them and I said, it'd be funny if sometimes you just have an avalanche from like your, your top tier of your, of your Island. It just like starts a little avalanche and just like plops down on you or something like that. Shaking so. trees every now and then when you shake trees, snow lands on top of your player's face and you get that. Instead of that, um, the noise you get from being hit bit by or stung by wasps, you get that. It does that and your person's covered in snow. That would be great, yeah. yeah. Or even like if a village is stood underneath a tree, you can shake it and cover them in snow and they just get that like bewildered look or the surprise <laughs> with the exclamation mark. Um, my other one is snowballs. Yeah. That'd be interesting if you could just pick them up and just toss them, not at somebody, but just like pick it up and throw it. We've got like the flipping into the water and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. there's tiny little bits of character movements and stuff like that. That's quite funny. But the, the one for slipping, if you run in and you suddenly change direction, he skids. Mm-hmm. You get, like, so if you do that while it's slippy, do you slide a little bit before turning? Yeah. Yeah, those kind of things are cool. I, I I hope that some of that's in there. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for 
I can wait for real snow, but I can't wait for uh, Animal Crossing snow. That'll be great. So, uh, I did want to quick mention, we this is in our notes, but he also asked, um, and I thought this was an interesting one. We don't spend a lot of time on it, but um, I have 40,000. This also is from Chris HL94. I have 40,000 Nook miles. What is the best way to use them? What should I do with all these miles? How many miles um, do you have? Do you know? Do you remember? About 15,000. 15,000? Yeah. Again, I've got to a point where I've... Fifteen, yeah, yeah, fifteen thousand. I thought it's now like questioning, thinking that's a lot, but it's not. Um, no, it's not. Um, I don't know if there's nothing in the on the Nook Miles store that you want to buy, or you've got all the different bits yeah. of customization kits you can get. Buy Nook Miles tickets or Bell's tickets, and just throw away that way. I'll wait because there's going to be there's always extra little bits slowly but surely get drip fed into that yeah i'm with him i um uh michael pjp said also that he wished there'd be more stuff in the nook miles section answering chris hl94 i agree i wish there'd be more stuff i'm totally down with that um i have two hundred and twenty thousand nook miles um wow i know i know but i have nothing to do with them like i don't need to go to another island i certainly don't need to buy bell tickets I mean, I mean, I could, but I don't need them. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do with all this. The one thing I think I will do with them, and I, I, I kind of thought of this idea this in this in October, but I haven't spent any time doing it yet. I think I'm going to push along, do just the opposite that I did with the fossils, and I'm going to try to push along my paintings on the Nookazan site right and so i'm going to offer scad tons of nook mile tickets or whatever they want to uh to kind of get these paintings done and over with and complete the complete the art look gallery so i might try that which is something you can do chris hl94 go on a nookazan site a lot of those places a lot of those people just want nook mile tickets um they're very happy with that and so if there's something you need you can you can get a trade going with somebody that way but just be careful because you never know what idiot you can find on there there is a little risk involved yeah i say that's something i keep forgetting about is the nookers on yeah now since like the turnip exchange kind of died a death after i got to the 14 million bells part um yeah i should go on the turnip exchange i've never done it i should totally go on the turnip exchange just to see what it's like nowadays just to see how hopping it is. Cause man, that was such a big thing back in the day. Like when, when it first came out, you were like the turnip exchange king, man. You were all, you were like always finding the 600 bells per turnip price. Um, yeah, oh, I might do that. Was, cash was king. So it's kind of right. like at a point now where I just, I don't know. Uh, the Halloween events made me dip into it a little bit, but yeah. Ain't moving items around. You definitely need. I'd say if you're going to move your island around, you need somewhere between four to five million bells. Yeah, that's that's a solid number. That's about right for sure. I think that's about what I spent doing mine. So yeah. All right. What's uh, the, we got? One more, right? Yeah. So solo something asked when your villager moves out, does it hurt your five, your star rating basically? So if you have five stars and one of your villagers leaves, 
are you going to lose that star? Um, from very quickly digging, um, I don't think so. Frosticles answered this in the Discord saying that he's noticed it, that he'll have an empty lot that doesn't affect his rating when he has an empty lot. But I seem to think that one of the characteristics you needed for a five-star island was to have eight villages. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. So uh, I think Frostkills is right. You lose one, you're probably okay. Once you start losing like two and definitely three, then you're you're, you're probably going to put that rate in jeopardy, I would say. That yeah. would be my guess. Well, yeah, the, I think one of the things that they said is that people seem to find that an islander will leave and then like the next day that a lot's sold and people are getting the chance to use their like, amiibo cards and stuff like that. Um, but the way around that, I'm sure that if you've got all your lots filled, you can use your amiibo card to bring somebody to the campsite. And then once you've got them at the campsite, you can then convince them to stay by playing them in a game and talking to them, like the card game that they do, and talking to them. And then um, basically you can move somebody off your island. Mm-hmm. I need to uh, I need to buy a pack of amiibo ca- or of the of the animal cards, amiibo animal cards, whatever they want to call them, and just play around with them. I actually I've never I never got into them. It just seemed too daunting. They were coming out too fast for me. And I was like, I don't have the money nor the time to get involved with that. So I have the I have the amiibo statues, but not the cards. But I wouldn't mind buying a pack just to see what it looks like in this game. So the, the NFC function of the Switch is something I've never used. I've never had the amiibo collection. Never bought a single one. Oh, really? Uh, really, yeah. Um, I had the... Disney Infinity for the Xbox for the kids, sure. um, but never done the Amiibo thing ever. Hmm. I my my collection pales in comparison to many on Discord. I mean, it's very small, paltry. That's what I mean by that. Not like it's huge. The opposite of that. Um, but uh, I got like I don't know, probably twenty, thirty Amiibos, something like that, that are over there, and I don't use them a lot. Like I don't hardly use them at all quite frankly they're just more i grabbed to be fair most of them are animal crossing ones which i think i've said before you could get at like you could get at like a a five dollar store for less than five dollars quite frankly (laughs) they were given those things away so but yeah i think that kind of covers all the the questions that we've had Um, yeah sure there's something i'd like to add uh, if anyone from our awesome community that would like to join us on an episode, um, we're always open to having people on. It's nice to chew the cud, as they'd say, and uh, shoot the breeze, talk about a few different things. That, I'm trying to think as many different dad sayings as I possibly can <laughs> I to fill. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, feel free to message us on Discord or get in touch with us on Instagram and Twitter, um, and we'll try and figure out what we can do and obviously we'll have to work out timings and depending on where you are globally but uh yeah feel free to join us and have a chat yeah man Um, that's a great idea yeah so to kind of round the podcast off we usually have a bit of a gaming topic um 
uh, this week kind of want to go along the lines of there's the rumors of well keeping in line for like next gen sort of stuff um there's rumors about the like a switch pro or a new super powered switch with all different kinds of innards um that keeps seems to keep circulating around so with that i'd like to ask the question of what games current or next gen would you like to see on the switch on the switch pro yeah well on the switch now are like yeah i think there's a couple of games that we might need a bit more computing power to really run to the fullest uh well the first one that comes to mind and i really hope they nail this I hope they I hope they give it the breath of the wild treatment and I don't know if anybody's going to agree with this but I'm not like I'm not a I'm not like Tim I'm not a steep Metroid fan but um I hope they give it the breath of the wild treatment and give it a whole new reimagining with Metroid Prime 4 and I hope I hope that gets that treatment and it needs that if if I I guess I don't know I'm stuttering sorry um I mean, I don't think, I think it'll be on all switches, but that's, that's something that I want to see. And I want to see it have a different, a reimagining, I guess is the best way to say it, is Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. I'll say I've, I've made a, a short list of things like that. And Metroid's definitely one that I'd like to see remastered, like the original trilogy remastered. But then like you say the next Metroid 4, I am, it's like we don't seem to have much information about it at all, other than that they are potentially, possibly working on it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm keen for a new Metroid. I haven't played a Metroid since the last one on the Wii, I think, mm-hmm. uh, which was Echoes, I believe I played last. I would love the trilogy to come out because, like I said, <clears throat> I I think I played a bit of one of them, as I can recall. And but that's it. And what I have learned from Mario 3D All Stars and Pikmin is that all the things that people say about like, well, the controls in the one would be really hard for Nintendo to get over. I don't know how they'd solve that. That's like everything you heard about Super Mario Sunshine, and you heard people talk about Pikmin about like, how are they going to get over the controls, and how are they going to solve that? Nintendo can solve all that. Like that's what I've learned from from the 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 games that have come out. The Super Mario Sunshine didn't they didn't seem to have any issue coming out with that game, even though they didn't they don't have analog triggers. And so they can bring this trilogy out. I guarantee it if they want to. Nintendo's uh, smart like, enough to figure it out. Especially like the um, interaction with the Joy Cons that are tethered to the Switch. Um, like Super Mario Galaxy. Do you want to do the spin attack? You can spin the, the Joy-Con, um, and then you've got the click and point for firing your uh, star bits and stuff like yeah. that. So they've definitely got that down to a T. They know what they're doing with that sort of stuff. Yeah, for sure. So there's a game that I'd like to see remade, um, and I don't know if many people liked this on the SNES, but Zombies Ain't My Neighbors... Zombies Did you ever play that? I don't know that I did. Um, I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know that I've played it. I used to love it as a kid. I used to fight in zombies off with a water pistol. 
<laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so it's like a kid. It's like a kid zombie game. It's like a kid version yeah. of a zombie game, basically. Yeah, basically, you're um, you play a kid, and zombies have infected your town, and it's a top-down two D like kind of game. Um, I'm trying to think what it's a bit like that we've had recently. Um, a bit like Gungeon. Okay. Style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically, there's just zombies, and you there's different. Um, you get different weapons, but the one that sticks out the most is like a water pistol. Um, I'd like to see that remade because that that's one of my favorite games as a kid. Um, if you want to go down the, the roots of retro retro style games, it's Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Uh, even if they brought it across onto the um, emulator that they've got on the Switch at the moment that you get with the subscription service. Okay, I'm not going to uh, lie. The Super Nintendo case for this thing, like the box that it came in, the picture is hilarious. Like like of this girl that's awfully frightened of these three other zombies with the little like twilight circle thing in the middle of it. That That's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Look that up if you are listening. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it was a, it, you say it was a it was a fun game and it was difficult. It wasn't an easy game to play uh, from what I remember as a kid, but I really enjoyed it. Hmm. So, and I was trying to keep with a Halloween theme with some of the ones that I could remember. So, um, obviously, a couple of others that I've put there is Zelda: A Link to the Past. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah, especially because they did such a, a good job with um, Link's Awakening. Yeah. Um, you can remaster any Zelda game you want, in my opinion. I'm good with it. Bring <laughs> yeah. it back. And then if we do get a Switch Pro, as to speak, um, I've seen a lot of people that have run Ocarina of Time in the Unreal Engine. Now, if Nintendo could get hold of the ability to do something like that with Ocarina of Time and remaster that into the Unreal Engine, and give it, or even give it the Breath of the Wild graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be, man. Some of those games, some of those games, I have like gamer amnesia on. I just do not. I I played and beat Ocarina of Time, but man, I would love to have a version of that. Um, yeah, even just you know maybe spruced up just a little bit is fine with me. Um, but yeah, I'd love to have a version of that that I could go back and play again because. I, I, it would be like a brand new game to me, I guarantee it, because I don't think I would remember much. I haven't played it since I played it when it first came out. Wow. I've played it in the last two years. I've gone through it on the Nintendo 64. I purposely went out and bought an N64 and played it through on that. And I played it through on my 3DS as well. Oh, my 2DS XL, sorry. So I've been back and played it through twice in the last two years. Yeah, I just, I don't go back to games very often. In fact, the Switch has made me go back to games more than any other console, quite frankly. And not made me, but has made me want, is the right way to say that. Has made me want to go back to games like Super Mario 3D All-Stars. That That's... I don't know. There was a time as a gamer that I would have never bought that game. I would have just been like, why I've played these games. I don't need to play them again. I want to play something new. 
And that was really my mindset for a good long time. Um, but yeah, the switch has really made, made me just want to go back to some of that stuff, um, and play it. Uh, and so, yeah, I would, I would welcome some more Zelda remasters for sure. Yeah. I don't think it's, for me, it's not just that it's the switch, but it's these games that they're doing now. Uh, like the pinnacle of my childhood and remembering yeah. stuff. So it's kind of like I launched Mario 64 and that music you first get when it's um, the letter from Princess Peach about coming to the castle for cake. Literally like I'm thinking, wow, I literally remember how like in awe I was about how good this game was. I went from side-scrolling Mario to I can look all the way around and Mario's 3D and the triple jump aspect and things like that. And it's like, I was like, wow. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, that's a lot of it. They're, they're remastering or remaking or just porting over. That's what it is. Whatever. Just the right, just the right games that sucker us in with the nostalgia one way or another. Like, yeah, it's 100% true. I have the same feels with 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 Mario sixty four is what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Um, and obviously, if we we're going to get a more power, higher powered switch, we've had Doom on the switch, so I'd like to see Doom Eternal come across because then I'd be able to play it everywhere rather than having to feel the glare of the wife in the back of my head when I'm playing it on the TV and she's really not interested in watching me destroy things. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, you know, that's probably like the funniest scenario that I've not thought of is, um, if, if we get a pro and it's, and it's, it's powerful enough to handle some of these third parties that are, that are now just coming out on like, or have just come out on what are soon to be the last gen consoles, like the PlayStation four and the Xbox, uh, one x or whatever i don't know i get confused xbox one um (laughs) and i buy this xbox series s like that that scenario has never crossed my mind before because if if the pro is strong enough to handle some of these like ps4 games that i'm now like oh i can't wait to play these on my xbox it will be it will it will be an ironic scenario. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be funny to me, but it'll be ironic because I will probably go back to my Xbox, quite frankly, except to play <laughs> Halo whenever they finally decide to drop that. But I mean, yeah, I'm not a graphics guy. That's why I went with the S. I just want to be able to play some of these games that I can't play elsewhere. So that's a funny scenario that I never thought of before. The Pro comes out, all these games start that can come to it that couldn't before. That'd be That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, um, I can't really think of any of us off the top of my head. Um, I want a Madden game. Uh, American football. <laughs> I just oh, don't yeah. understand the. I don't understand the game. I haven't never try and play it. I, yeah, I mean, the last one I tried to play was Madden sixty four, and <laughs> I just had no idea what was going on. I didn't get like, for me. Rugby, it's rugby, and you kind of the idea of that is to get the ball and run through everybody as fast as possible. I think there's yeah. a bit more of a tactic to American football. Of uh, yeah, I couldn't quite understand the ideas of different plays and 
offense I, and yeah. defense. Is. If there's one thing we could get, I'd like a Madden game. And I don't even care. I'm with Tim on the idea of like this old school Madden game. I'd be down for that. Uh, kind of like what I think they're doing with the NHL 94 that everybody's all excited about, or at least one person in our discord is all excited about. Um, I would be, I would be down with, uh, with an older version of Madden. So yeah, I want that. Give me that so that I can waste <laughs> countless hours making a franchise. I mean, man, you know, how I put, wow. Uh, that's probably like another Animal Crossing amount of time for me that I put into that I put into Madden doing my like franchise, making my own team. I made I made my own. I live in rural po- Podunk area, so I made like my own NFL team in the town that I live in, which <laughs> would never have a team because there's like twenty thousand people in this town. Um, and so and so uh, so yeah, that's what I would like. What do you say we wrap this up? We've been going for a while here. Yeah, I'm going to say it's nearly 7am, so I'm soon going to hear the pitter patter of tiny feet coming down the hallway, and my head's <laughs> still beeping, so I'll it's, it quit while I'm ahead. So yeah, perfect. exactly. So, um, as always, it's been great talking with you, as always, Nick. Um, it's, I don't know about you, but it, it's we are missing... Dan's input on a few things, but we seem to be managing quite well. <laughs> we are doing Definitely a going. fantastic job. We will always yeah. miss Dan. He has an open invite to come back if he so wishes for any episode. We're very happy that he's kicked off his Retro Logic uh, podcast. So if yeah. you're if you're interested in retro, go check him out. Um, he's doing retro everything. So we're, yeah, we're happy that he's, he's doing something he loves. He's changed his YouTube handle, hasn't he now? So it was just Block Fart, but I think now it's Block Fart Retro. You um, believe it. Yeah, so yeah, go across, go find him. He's, if you're missing Dan's voice and his wit and his charm, go find him over there somewhere. Um, I'm hopefully going to do a spot with him on his. So Nice. Yeah, because uh, obviously Nintendo, for me, began at three years old all the way in 1989 that's when i first started playing nintendo so sure got do a, a little zombies about. ate my neighbors retro podcast <sighs> i like it i'm gonna have to try and get hold of a cheap snes and find that game just so i can play it <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway i digress that crossing is part of the nintendo dad's family of podcasts you can find the new you can find new nintendo dad's content wherever podcasts can be found. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, and everything is at Crossing. And don't forget, that's also where all your competition submissions can go, guys. We want to give the Nintendo Dads a massive thank you for allowing all this to happen. From Nick and myself, we hope your village is sunny and your villagers are happy and stay safe. See you later, guys. Now we'll go back. Thank you.